Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. I am very excited to be recording this podcast today um, because it's been a year of Your Health Matters, and I really appreciate each and every one of you that take the time to listen in and um, send me messages and letting me know how uh, the podcast has impacted you because my goal is always to help you have a better understanding of your body so that you can live your healthiest life and and feel really good in your body. Um, So one of the most popular episodes I did was on herniated discs. Um, So I thought today I would talk about what to do if you have back pain. Like what happens if you have an acute onset of back pain and what you can do to manage the pain on your own if you can't get in to see your MD or see your local PT. There are some steps that you can take to start to manage it on your own. And then obviously if it's if it's lingering longer, I, I recommend going in to see someone, but there are some things that you can start to do um, by yourself so that the pain isn't so so intense. Uh, because when when you have a bout of back pain, uh, it can be it can be really intense when it first first sets in. So I'm just gonna go over a couple things that you can do to to help with it, take the edge off that pain. So the first thing I recommend is walking. And not not a long walk, <laughs> like probably about 10 to 15 minutes on a fairly level surface if you if you can swing it and doing two or three bouts of 10 to 15 minute walks a day. So this does a couple of things. Um, When we walk, it gently moves our spine back and forth, um, which when we sometimes have pain, the spine can stiffen up and the muscles around it can stiffen up. And so the walking helps to increase blood flow to the area, which improves the movement and space in that area and can help to decrease the pain. Now, again, you don't want to go on like an intense walk. It's more like a low-key walk just to help get that blood moving and uh, make the spine move a little bit. Uh, Because again, when we find ourselves in pain, we can sit and not move. So things can stiffen up. So that walking can can definitely help. Uh, The second thing I recommend is very gentle spine mobility. And so this is gonna kind of vary person to person depending on which position of your low back seems to bring on pain. But I'm just gonna go over a couple that you can do and you you can kind of pick and choose. Uh, One of the things I recommend is when you're laying in bed um, before you get up in the morning, hugging one knee into your chest and then really focusing on taking some nice deep breaths, focusing on that exhale being longer than your inhale Essentially what that does is when the exhale is longer, it stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system. And all that means is it stimulates your rest and digest part of your body. And so when you stimulate that part, it actually relaxes you more. And when we're in pain, it's very hard to relax, right? Because the pain can be pretty intense. When we're relaxed more, it actually brings the pain down 
when we're more on high alert, the pain is going to be higher in, in our back. So taking those breaths while holding one knee into your chest can be really helpful in calming your nervous system down and then also taking the um, edge off the pain. Having your knee into your chest is gently moving your spine again. So we're just trying to gently create movement here so that you can tolerate more movements a little bit later when the pain is not so intense. The other gentle mobility thing that I suggest doing is having your knees bent when you're laying in bed and you'll just gently drop your knees to one side. And if you've done yoga before, it's it's not like that full twist that we take. It's just slightly moving your knees back and forth, side to side, not in that full range. In fact, you don't even wanna make the pain worse with doing this. You want it to be very gentle. And again, this allows the spine to move. And when we have movement, pain can begin to decrease. The next one that you can do, which might be a little more intense and might not be something you wanna do right away when you have back pain, but when the pain is starting to get better is cat-cow. So essentially you're on your hands and your knees and you'll um, arch your spine and then round your spine. And again, this is something you wanna follow your breath with, really taking nice deep breaths, and this will allow your nervous system to calm down and the spine to move. The next thing I recommend um, is ice or heat. <laughs> so it's gonna depend, right? So if this is like a true muscle spasm, I recommend heat on muscles because increasing the blood flow to that area can be really helpful. If it's more, um, if it's more due to inflammation, then I recommend ice. And again, it depends person to person. So it's one of those things that you kind of have to test out and see what works best for you. Um, some people, their body uh, responds to ice better and sometimes people's bodies respond to heat better. Um, just something to test out and know that you're not doing any damage if the pain's getting worse if you choose heat or ice and it ends up ends up getting worse. Uh, it just means that your body doesn't respond very well to that. So you just choose something else. And then whenever um, people are having pretty intense pain, the next thing I recommend is making sure that you get good rest. And not just like sitting throughout the day. I mean, getting a good night's sleep. When you sleep better in the evening at night, it really helps, uh, again, your nervous system to calm down, to shut down and really relax, which can take the pain off. Now, the biggest thing is I find people have a hard time getting comfortable at night. So there is no best way to sleep. <laughs> it just, again, depends on what you're comfortable with. So if you're a side sleeper and you're having back pain, I recommend having a pillow between your knees this is gonna to help to keep your spine in more of a neutral alignment. So when the spine is in its neutral alignment, there's less um, red flags for the brain to decide that pain is going to happen. If you are sleeping on your back, having a pillow underneath your knees can be really helpful. And if you sleep on your stomach, having a pillow underneath your shins, again, will help to create that neutral spine. And know that the way that you start sleeping is not how you're going to end, probably. You move in the night, and that's totally, 
that's totally okay. It's just a way to set yourself up so that you can actually fall asleep at night. Really aiming to get those seven uh, to nine hours of sleep is really important in recovery from, from pain and injury. So after the pain goes down a little bit, because it's when you have an acute onset of back pain, it, it can last for, for quite a while. So um, when the pain starts to go down a little bit, I do recommend getting back into the exercises that you do just at a modified level. So if you're if you practice strength training, I recommend going back with like at 50% with your weights and lowering the amount of sets and reps that you're doing. The idea here is just to continue moving and not PRing when you have pain. Uh, if you practice yoga, uh, I recommend just taking a lot of child's poses throughout class, maybe skipping those, skipping a couple vinyasas like those chaturangas to upward dog to downward dog, skipping those and coming to a level that feels uh, feels very modified. It's going to feel very slow <laughs> when you modify and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you just want to keep moving because if you take off too long from any of the activities that you normally do, you'll start to lose that strength and flexibility that you had gained and that doesn't end up supporting your spine. So you want to continue to try to maintain the strength and flexibility that you have so that uh, your back pain doesn't persist longer than it needs to. And then finally, if you do play any sports like tennis, for example, and, and you experience some back pain, I recommend like if you had a, about a back pain after like a tennis match, for example, you kind of wait a week to get back on the tennis court. And when you get back on the tennis court, you go hit for maybe 30, 40 minutes at a low key level to start to regain your stamina for getting back to the court. And then probably in about three weeks or so, you can you can get back to matches. And this is like if you had a really intense episode of back pain. If it's something light and most of the pain is gone, you can probably get yourself back um, to your sport, your activity fairly quickly. This is just kind of more if the pain has been really intense <laughs> and it's hard for you to move in general. Um, and then if you don't regularly, if you've experienced back pain that's pretty acute, like it's pretty intense and you don't have a, a regular strength training um, movement uh, program that you do for yourself, I recommend, you can look on YouTube anywhere, but I recommend looking at some core strengthening activities and some glute strengthening activities because those are things that will support your spine health in general. When you strengthen the muscles of the core and the glutes, it'll take some load off of that spine, the brain is less alert of that area, and then pain can start to uh, get less. And then if you have any like specific questions about uh, your back pain that you're having and or it's just kind of taking a long time to get better, please, you can reach out to me as a physical therapist or to your local physical therapist and schedule an appointment because we're really equipped at helping this. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again, 80% of Americans experience back pain at some point in their life. So I would say as physical therapists, this is probably one of the most common uh, diagnoses that we see 
when people are coming to see us in the office. So I hope today gave you a good overview of what to do to start managing your back pain on your own if it's difficult to get in to see a healthcare provider and make you feel more in charge of your body. And thank you again for tuning in this past year. I'm excited to share more of my knowledge with you so that you can feel really strong in your own body. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.